Good morning and welcome to the Lakers Lowdown. I'm Anthony Irwin. Today on the show, I am going to try to get you guys ready for free agency. It kicks off here in the next six hours, depending on when you guys are listening to this show. Uh, so I'm going to get you guys ready for that. Uh, review the offseason to this point. Give the late my latest thoughts on the Russell Westbrook trade and whatever else comes up. Let's get to it. So after about 72 hours or so of thinking about this Russell Westbrook trade, and when I say 72 hours, I mean 72 straight hours of thinking about the deal that the Lakers made, I have come to something of a conclusion here. And it's impossible to come to an actual conclusion. That's why I say something of one. But where I'm at right now is... The Homer in me has taken over and I am like 51% okay with it, meaning I'm slightly more okay with it than I am not, given the situation that the Lakers were in and also just given what we understand about the Lakers. As soon as Russell Westbrook became available and as soon as the Lakers had a chance at turning basically spare parts into Russell Westbrook, that was always what they were going to do. And that's where we find ourselves. Like that's it's just a difference in approach between what the Lakers prefer, what LeBron, AD, uh, and Rob Palenka prefer, and the way that I look at things or, or Twitter GMs look at things. And and so with that in mind, it's made it a little bit easier, if not to be like outright okay with the deal, but at least understand it. It has been properly contextualized at this point, and that's the approach that the Lakers are always going to take. And and by the way, like this, this should open everybody's eyes to what the Lakers are going to be while Rob Palenka is in charge. Like this is this is the deal from here on out, and it extends beyond while LeBron James is here. It extends beyond while Anthony Davis is here. I think this is just how things are going to go while. Rob Palenka is in charge. The other thing that I, I, I look at this and I say, I, I'm still nervous about the fit and I'm still nervous about the defense. But at the end of the day, if the Lakers have access to better free agents for less money because of this deal, then in that regard, it's worth it. If this forces Anthony Davis to play more minutes at the five over the course of the season and especially in the postseason then this is worth it. If, as reported, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and Russell Westbrook are all on the same page in terms of the totem pole, then I'm, I'm more okay with it. But all of those things are easier said than done. It's a lot easier for a, a free agent to float out there, yeah, I'd totally be down, in <laughs> I would totally be down to join LeBron James, Russell Westbrook, and Anthony Davis on the Lakers, even if it means taking a pay cut. But when it, time, when it comes time to actually sign that check or when a free agent actually sees the options put in front of them, things change. Things can change a little bit. Uh, it's, it's a lot easier for Anthony Davis to look at it right now and say, oh, yeah, totally, I'll play more five. And then the first time he matches up with Nikola Jokic and he wakes up sore the next day, you know, that kind of sucked. <laughs> and then and then finally, 
it's a lot easier for Russell Westbrook, LeBron James, and Anthony Davis to all say that they got together and they are all on the same page and all of that. But once the chips are down, people tend to revert back to their typical habits. And so while all of those things sound really good right now, we have to wait and see. So I'm at least, I've gone from this sucks, I would have preferred Buddy Healed to let's just wait and see. And that is a slight up to upgrade. And so I'm, I'm curious what you guys think about it as well. So over the course of the weekend, we heard about some names that the Lakers were interested or names that uh, names of players who were interested in joining the Lakers. Some of those, those names obviously included Carmelo Anthony, Rudy Gay, Andre Godala, Goran Dragic, uh, Patty Mills, and, and, and a few others over the course of the, of the weekend. And on Sunday, yesterday, we got some clarity on some of those situations. So for starters, I think the Lakers thought that Goran Dragic, uh, his option was going to not be picked up and that he was going to be a free agent. And in that case, the Lakers might have a shot at bringing him in. Uh, Miami, however, had different ideas in mind, picked up that $19.2 million option and are looking to swap it with uh, or send it to Toronto in a sign and trade for Kyle Lowry. That's going to be interesting to see how that goes down. But uh, if it does go down that way, Drogic is a, some, is, is a name that if Masai Ujiri isn't able to turn him into a first rounder or a couple second rounders down the line, and if Drogic says to Ujiri, I don't want to be a part of a rebuild, maybe, just maybe, he gets bought out and the Lakers could maybe pick him up for the minimum and, and that would seriously... Uh, ease my mind a little bit. The other uh, player here who had some rumors about what he might be thinking at this point is Andre Iguodala, where uh, he was somebody that the Lakers, I believe, thought might go to the Lakers, and they are still in the mix uh, because of the situation that they're in. But with Iguodala, it's going to be interesting because there are also rumors linking him to uh, Golden State. And I think it just is going to come down to the role that is made available to him. And I don't know if you need to go out and promise a giant role to a fairly washed up Andre Iguodala. So that's going to be interesting to see how that goes down and what kind of role it is that the Lakers have to promise him to bring him in. Uh, Carmelo Anthony is a different situation. I think he is somebody who, by the end of free agency, I would be pretty surprised if he isn't a Laker. You obviously have the LeBron connection there. We saw Melo accept a bench role last year in, in Portland and thrive in it. So at least we have some prior history of him accepting that kind of a role. Hopefully it isn't the Dennis Schroeder situation where he accepted that role somewhere else and then now wants to get back to starting. That would make things a little awkward. But I would be pretty surprised if Carmelo Anthony isn't a Laker by the end of this. Dwight Howard is somebody who Laker fans for a long time have wanted to bring back. Basically all of last season, uh, we're, we're saying how it was a mistake to let him go. Uh, I think the Lakers are going to remedy that mistake and he will be a Laker by the end of free agency. From there, things get a little more dicey. Uh, there were the reports early on that DeMar DeRozan would take a pay cut <laughs> to to come to the Lakers. I think some people, especially in Lakers Twitter, 
jumped to a conclusion that was always pretty real, unrealistic and thinking that he would take the uh, mid-level exception. That probably is not going to happen, and I think he winds up with the Clippers uh, or Miami if Kyle Lowry goes to Miami. And then finally, you have Rudy Gay as a player who I think the Lakers might offer more than the minimum two. He is going to be a, a fairly well-sought-after free agent, so I think it, unless unless he's willing to take the, the minimum, then great. But I think it might take a little bit more to get him. Uh, he is somebody who the whispers are fairly loud about uh, in terms of linking him to the Lakers. That would be a good fit there, I think, as well. If you want more information on any of those names and all of the names who are going to eventually be linked to the Lakers... You can follow all of that on the free agent tracker that Harrison set up at silverscreenandroll.com. It is a, I, I'm literally reading off it right now. Uh, it is a great tool that is going to come in, in, in heavy use and is going to be updated quite often over the course of the next couple weeks or so. Before I go, I want to send a, another notice about some content here on silverscreenandroll.com. Uh, Alex Regla put together a really good article outlining how Russell Westbrook not just uh, would help LeBron James, but also potentially Anthony Davis. And a lot of it has to do with the transition opportunities that the Lakers might get because of Russ's propensity for boarding and going or boarding and immediately looking up the court. So that would make Anthony Davis's life a lot easier and would help with some of the half-court issues that the Lakers are going to be facing uh, if if they don't improve their spacing. So good stuff there from Alex. Uh, honestly, this is going to do it for this show. I don't want to go too far overboard on this because we have a lot of information that I'm going to be getting to over the course of the next week or so. Uh, I am going to be doing a ton of these uh, emergency lowdowns to break down every move that the Lakers make over the course of their time filling out the roster, so you can look forward to that. And on top of those shows, we're going to have the typical schedule of lowdowns to recap the, the day that just happened and preview the day to come, as well as all of the long-form shows to break down the moves in further depth that I'm going to be able to in the short-form shows uh, that are the emergency lowdowns. Until all of that, and until we get to... The insanity that is going to be free agency. I'm Anthony Irwin saying have a good one.